0: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is window. W-I-N-D-O-W. Really? You bet your life! Elgin American, creator of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, finest dresser sets, presents. Groucho Marx and the Elgin American Show, You'll Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the
1: only. Groucho! Nice fellow known him for years. Hey, that's me, Groucho Marx. <laughs> Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. George Fannerman, who gets first whack at it? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a
0: bachelor and a spinster, and here they are. Mr. Stuart Bowles and Miss Henrietta Adair meet Groucho
1: Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector that retails for $129.50. Uh, Mr. Stewart, uh, both. Huh? What, sort of, what sort of work do you do, uh, Stu?
2: Uh, I'm in the investment department of E.F. Hutton Company. And Mr. Marks' year is, uh, is the 50th anniversary of the L.A. Exchange. Is that so? Yes, sir.
1: Uh, that's uh, That's your job. Huh? You're an investment broker? Huh? That's right, sir. Mm-hmm. Is that what you wanted to be when you were a boy? Oh, no. I never thought I'd be that. Well, oh. no, he he's grieving about it. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Uh, Miss oh, Miss Henrietta Adair, huh? uh, you're the spinster. Uh, well,
0: if you mean am I unmarried? Yes, I am.
1: Don't you like being called a spinster?
3: Well, I prefer unmarried.
1: Okay, unmarried. Where are you from?
3: <laughs> Houston, Texas.
1: You're from Houston. How long have you been a spinster? I mean, uh, un- unmarried.
0: <clears throat> That's sort of a difficult question to answer, Mr.
1: Marks. Well, it wasn't an easy question to ask, either. <laughs> Try to make it easier At what age Does a girl Become a spinster Not uh, not you I mean Any any girl
4: Oh around 30 uh-huh. 30
1: And uh, how long Has it been Since you were 30 You're just trying To find out How old I am Mr. Mark Well that's The general idea mm-hmm.
3: uh,
1: Mr. Stewart uh, How old are you Oh I'm about The same age She is Well, you're a pretty cagey pair. Now, George, has the perfect gifts from our sponsor?
0: For Miss Adair, this lovely grave dresser set by Elgin American. It's finished in rich silver, the finishing touch for your dresser.
1: Beautiful, and I don't have one.
0: For Mr. Balls, Elgin American's popular cigarette case with today's smart leather-like look.
1: Now, uh, Stu, why haven't you married, huh? Young, jovial-looking fellow like you?
2: Well, I guess it's the old saying, uh, he travels fast as who travels alone. I see. Well, what's your hurry, huh?
3: (laughs) Do you
1: know, uh, Henrietta, do you know any little proverbs that would put Speedy here in his place? Well, a stitch in time saves nine. You mean he's coming apart at the scene? (laughs) I think she's just giving you the needle here, Stu. Now, Henrietta, getting back to the subject of romance, uh, why is it you haven't uh, married?
4: Well, I suppose I just didn't take advantage of my opportunities.
1: Well, I think opportunity is knocking right now. Uh...
3: <laughs>
1: On the other hand, it might be his knees knocking down. <laughs> well, tell me, Lightning, what qualifications... You... What qualifications are you looking for in a, in a wife? Well, i like her to be attractive and thoughtful economical and considerate? That doesn't sound like uh, too much. Uh, Would you say you're economical, Henrietta?
3: I think I am.
1: Well, according to him, that only means how many miles you get to a gallon. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in just one minute, you're going to work together as a team for $1,000. But right now, here's some advice you both will benefit by.
5: The gift of a compact is very, very good. But a compact set is better. Elgin American makes them best. It's the gift you ought to get her. Compact, lighter and cigarette case, designed to go together, are the smartest accessories you could give. And impress her, will they ever. Now there's a wonderful Christmas gift idea. An Elgin American compact with cigarette case, lighter or both, designed to go together will thrill any woman. Make her look so fashionable with matching accessories. They're exquisitely styled, finished, and crafted in the Elgin American manner. And they're real values from $9.95. $6.95 for American Beauty companion sets. Come in sterling silver, too. Tomorrow, buy an impressive compact set with matching cigarette case, lighter, or both to make that special woman specially happy this Christmas. A first-in-fashion, first-in-value compact set by Elgin American.
3: (laughs)
1: and let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,000 question. You're going to play your bet July them and bring them up to date on the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that
0: 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 question at the end of the show.
1: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected famous racetracks as your category, right? Now, here's your first question. How much will you bet? You have 20 bucks. $5. $5. In what state is Bay Meadows Racetrack? California. California is right. <laughs> They're on their way with $25. Remember, this is just chicken feed. You're going for $1,000 tonight, and that's the big prize. Now, how much of the $25 will you try? $15. $15. 15 In what state is Hialeah Racetrack?
3: Florida.
1: Florida is correct.
3: <laughs>
1: They're climbing. They have $40. All right, you're climbing. You got $40. Bucks. Here's your third question. How much of the $40 are you going to try? $30. $30. $30. Mm-hmm. Where is the Saratoga Racetrack? New, New York. York. New York is right. <laughs> They're really on their way now. They have $70. How much of the 70 are you going to try? $50. $50. $50. In what state is Churchill Downs Racetrack? I don't know. Kentucky. In old Kentucky. And they wind up with $120. <laughs> and really, it is fine. Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, don't wander off. You're still in the running for the big prize. Groucho,
0: the secret word is still window. It is, George. Yes, and perhaps the next couple will say it. We asked if there were any salesmen here tonight, and just before we went on the air, the studio audience elected Mr. Paul Chalfont and for his partner, Mrs. Jean Reynolds, a housewife.
1: And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts, and if one of you says the secret word, he wins the 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. Jean Reynolds, is that... that's right?
4: Yes, sir. What does your husband do, Jean? He's a real estate salesman. Mm
1: -hmm. Where are you... where are you from? uh...
4: Right in the heart of Chicago. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Do you have any children?
4: Yes, I have two.
1: You have two? Well, how many do you have? (laughs) How how did you meet your husband?
4: I met him at a wedding.
1: At a wedding? Yes, sir. Yours?
4: No, (laughs) it wasn't
3: mine.
4: I was... we were dancing... And I was dancing with this fellow, and we were very close to the orchestra. And he tried to do some of these fancy stunts. And he swung me, and before I knew it, I fell right in the drum. The fellow said, well, hurry up and get out of my drum so I can see what damage you've done. What There's did he say? Livelihood. I got you under my
1: skin? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: well, I was so embarrassed, and I said, just take my name and address, and I'll be glad to compensate for it. So he kept coming over my house. And he never got any money. And finally, why well, he forgot all about his drum, and I figured it would be cheaper to marry the guy than buy him a new drum.
1: A <laughs> salesman, a uh, shelf uh, is that right? That's
4: right, sir. What, what do you sell? I sell washing machines and ours Are you a traveling salesman? I am a salesman, but i not a traveling salesman. I see. Well, that's logical.
1: <laughs> I do some farming, but I'm not what you'd call a farmer's daughter. <laughs>
4: Who do you work for? I work for Thor Corporation. Is that so? Now, what are they, Thor? No. Now, let's cut out the baby talk. What do you, who do you work for? Thor. T-H-O-R. Thor Corporation. Oh, oh, I see. Would
1: you like to uh, send one of your machines over? I'd like to rinse out that spot announcement you just made.
3: <laughs>
1: Tell me, Soapsuds, how is the washing machine? How is the washing machine game? Oh, uh, business. Well, we, we are cleaning up. I bet you've used that one before, huh? Yes, honestly, I have. Mm-hmm. Salesmen always tell little
4: jokes like that. Don't they? You have any other little yaks that you spring on the customer? Well, there's another one I usually break the ice with, and that is, uh, that's is—that's about the uh, couple that were in the iron and steel business. She ironed and he, he steals, you know.
1: Well, that must break the ice right over your head, that one. Are you sure that joke didn't go through your washing machine? Well, At least it's, through the Yeah,
4: It's clean anyway.
1: Hey, he's got a pretty good line at that. This way.
3: <laughs>
1: Does anything exciting ever happen to you, uh, Mr. Chalfon? Well, uh... pretty fancy pronunciation. Isn't it? I think that means salami in
4: French. Right? <laughs> Does anything exciting ever happen to you, yes, Paulie? Salute. I, I had a I had a rather exciting experience here last week. thing. He did. Boss and I returned from a fishing trip. We returned home, and he found out he'd lost his keys, so uh, uh, he decided I would be the one to crawl through the window.
1: Well, Paul, you said window, and that's the secret word. Joyce, tell him how he went. A 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector
3: you
0: can show regular Hollywood sound movies or movies you take yourself. It sells for $129.50.
1: All right, you stuck your foot through the window. Now pull it out and let's get back to business, huh?
4: Well, I uh, I got in, but I also found out uh, the missus, you know, wouldn't answer the door. Who's that's, missus? Uh, his, uh, the boss's uh, wife. And after I got inside, I found out that he put me through the bathroom window and the reason why she hadn't come to the door is that she was taking a shower.
1: She should have stayed in that thaw washing machine. <laughs> well, you're an interesting and amiable couple, and we're happy to have you here. Now we have some ideal gifts from our sponsor.
0: For Mrs. Reynolds, pearls for you, Elgin Americans, beautiful simulated pearls. They're the finest pearls made by man. I'm sure you'll enjoy them.
4: Thank you. They're exquisite.
0: And for Mr. Font, this chabon. Uh, for Mr. Paul, the sweet <laughs> sleek, sterling silver cigarette case by Elgin
1: American. Handsomely engraved, as you'll notice. How do you like it? Wonderful. Now you're going to play your bet life for $1,000. <laughs> Run your $20 into more than the other couples and you get the chance at the big question later. Feniman's offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The bachelor and the spinster won $120. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build you $20. You selected presidents of the United States as your category. Now, uh, here's your first question. You've got $20. How much are you going to try? Uh Ten dollars. Ten dollars. What was the name of the president who in 1919 tried to lay the foundation for everlasting peace? Uh, Wilson. Woodrow Wilson is right. And they're off to a good start with thirty dollars. Woodrow Wilson, sometimes known as Alexander Knox. You have now, you have, (laughs) you now have thirty dollars. Remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight, and that's the big prize. How much of the thirty are you going to try? Twenty dollars. Okay. What was the name of the president who drafted the Declaration of Independence? Um, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is right. They now have fifty dollars. You should have known that, Missus Reynolds. There's a street in Chicago named Jefferson, isn't there? <laughs> All right, you've got fifty dollars. Here's your third question. How much of the fifty are you going to crack? Forty dollars. Forty dollars. What was the name of Lincoln's successor? He was the only president to be impeached. Johnson. Andrew, Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson is correct. Really on the way now. They have $90. Andrew Johnson was one time heavyweight champion of the world, huh?
3: <laughs>
1: All right, you've got $90. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 90 are you going to go for? And no coaching? $70. $70. What was the name of the vigorous president who was a hero in the Spanish American Wars, head of the Rough Riders? Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt is right. And they
5: wind up with a bond, $160. $160.
1: Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play you bet your life, and then we know it gets the $1,000 question. What an auctioneer item, made. But right now, right now, listen to this. No, oh, I forgot my lighter. Here, take
0: mine. My wife's always borrowing it, too, so I'm giving her one for Christmas. Say, that's a beauty.
5: What kind is it? Elgin American's new socialite. Yes, everybody goes for Elgin American's terrific new lighters, and they make terrific Christmas gifts so beautifully designed and finished they look like jewelry and they work like magic have a magic action double catch that's new, different, safe and the most modern sure fire mechanism ever made yet these last word Elgin American lighters for men and women are priced from just $4.95 table models from $9.95 values beyond compare tomorrow buy these very finest lighters for every smoker on your Christmas list and give them the light of their lives. Socialite Lighters by Elgin American.
1: All right, we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,000 question. George, who's leading at this point? Well, the salesman and the housewife are leading with $160. Our
0: final couple doesn't know the secret word is window because they've been in a waiting room off stage. We invited some people with unusual occupations to be at the show tonight, and our judges selected these two to be on the program. And here they are, Mr. A. Eugene Mosher, an explorer, and
1: Mr. Joseph May, a lighthouse keeper. Gentlemen meet Groucho Marks. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins an Apollo sound movie projector instantly. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. Joseph May, you're the uh, lighthouse keeper? Yes, sir. You're a cute little rascal. <laughs> Where are you from, Joe? I'm from Carnarvon. Carnarvon. Yes. sir. Where is that, dear? Uh, you... Northern Wales. In Northern Wales,
2: yes.
1: huh? Can you speak Welsh? No. Yeah. Are, are you married? Uh... Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're married, why are you doing lighthouse keeping? You know? <laughs>
2: Well, uh, the wife, she does the lighthouse keeping, and I just look after the light in the lighthouse.
1: Oh. Now, how'd you meet your wife, uh, Joseph? I met her in uh, Raymond, Washington in a skating rink. She bumped into me, I think.
3: <laughs>
1: You're not sure, huh? I am now, yes. <laughs> just where is your lighthouse?
2: Uh, Point Vincennes. Where's that? It's uh, it's uh, located so that it protects the entrance going into uh, Los Angeles Harbor. Now, why does the
1: harbor need protection? I, I thought it was
2: the ships that needed protection. Well, we protect the
1: ships as well. You don't care about the harbor anymore, now. <laughs> My, but you're fickle, Joe. Huh? <laughs> suppose your light can't be seen. Uh, how do you warn ships? Uh, we have a fogo when we start up. And suppose that
2: fails. <laughs> We uh, we have a standby fog signal that's operated by a gas engine. Suppose that (laughs)
3: fails.
1: We're out of commission. (laughs) And how much commission do you get, Mister Mosier? Is that the way you pronounce it? -er. Mosier. Mosier, huh? Where where are you from? Uh, You're the explorer, huh? Where where are you from
2: originally? uh... Uh, Alexander, Virginia. Where have you been? Where haven't I been? No, I asked you first now
1: Where have you been?
2: About every country in the world, every place
1: It's hard to believe You mean there isn't a single place you haven't been? That's right, there isn't a single place I haven't been How
2: about the ladies' lounge
1: at the Union Station?
3: <laughs>
1: what do you say to that? Uh, huh? Oh, you got me there Well, if I have, I'm gonna get out of there too.
2: <laughs> how long have you been exploring? Oh, exploring, adventuring, about thirty one years. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the
1: most interesting place you've ever been? Uh, in Tibet. Tibet? That's what right. What time did you go to Tibet? Do you remember? <laughs>
3: well, I didn't
1: get along. Tell me, how did you become an explorer? Did you get lost in the revolving door when you were a boy? Huh? <laughs>
2: That was born in me. My godfather is Aloysius T. Smith, and better known as Trader Horn. How did it, how did it happen he was your godfather? Well, he happened Did he to be, get you in a trade or something? No, he happened to be down in Virginia when I was born, and he's a very good friend of my father, so my father named him named me Aloysius, Eugene, Francis Xavier, Joan of Arc Vincent Irish, Patrick Now,
1: No wonder you keep traveling, huh? By the time you register in a hotel, it's time to get up in the morning.
2: <laughs> Have you any uh, odd experiences that you'd care to relate? Well, I guess the biggest adventure was when I almost got married in Arabia.
1: Oh, well, that'd, that'd be an adventure anywhere, huh? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, who two? Oh, six Arabian girls. Cheaper by the dozen, eh? You see, I went down there and saved some girl from some bandits or something. She took me home and introduced me to the harem. And I liked the looks of them, what I could see of them. And I asked each one to marry me. And there was a law that you couldn't look under the veil before you married them. So I lifted up the veil and they threw me out. Did the six of them throw you out or
1: one at a time, huh? A couple guards. Whole thing sounds pretty harum scarum to me. <laughs> well, tell me, Itchy Feet, what was your most uh, what was your most exciting experience besides the Arabian debacle?
2: I guess it happened when I was on the a Saratoga, a good old ship that couldn't go down, and uh, was on there. And Admiral Halsey was then captain. And Admiral Mitchell was the executive officer. And I walked down on the deck with my mind on some blonde over in Long Beach. The mind a been around. <laughs> I didn't see the executive officer, and didn't salute him, he jumped me, he said, Mosher, are you salute an officer when you see one? I said, yes, sir, my mind's on a blonde over in Long Beach. He says, oh, go put yourself on report. I figure out, well, I could, if I got on report, I couldn't go over to Long Beach to see that girl, so I just didn't put myself on report. Did the Saratoga always cruise around Long Beach? I took sure all the time. No wonder they
1: couldn't sink it. Huh?
2: You know, the comes Captain Mass, and the captain sent for me, Halsey. He says to me, he says, Commander Mitchell, say, put yourself on a report. I said, yes, sir. He said, well, why didn't you do it? I said, I just reconsidered the matter and decided to give myself another chance. He let me go.
1: <laughs> well, you're certainly a good sailor, all right. Now, tell me, Bob Snatcher, who owns your lighthouse? Uh, is it a government housing project? No, it's uh, one of the facilities of the United States Coast Guard. Oh, well, what are some of the other Coast Guard
2: services? Well, there's a lifeboat station and sea and air rescue, ice weather boat. patrol, ice patrol, and things like that. Mm-hmm. The Coast Guard is putting out an opportunity now for single young men between the ages of 17 and 22. They mm-hmm. have a chance to go through the Coast Guard Academy.
1: You lost first... me by a half a century, huh? Now, how high is your lighthouse? 194 feet above, mean low tide. Well, how do you get upstairs? Do you float up on the tide?
3: <laughs> no, we
1: have uh, 72 stairs. 72 steps? Yeah. How do you know there are 72
2: steps? Well, I've counted them every day.
1: <laughs>
2: you still doubt it, huh?
1: <laughs> well, why do you count them every day, uh, Joe? Is that all there is to do then? No, no, we have other things to do, such as... My... I know where you can get six Arab girls. And... <laughs> By now, maybe you can get them without the veils.
3: <laughs>
1: is
2: that all you do, the steps sir? No, we, uh, we have the maintenance of the station to do, the machinery to keep up. Books to take care of. What do you I mean about, books to take care well, of? Well, the book work, I mean it, so what, it. what kind of book work? Well, uh, there's all different kind, you know, what book work there is to do in a government. Well, government couldn't well, keep... The income the
1: tax, I know, but I didn't...
2: What do you do? Do you count every
1: wave that comes in or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then you count the undertow on the way out again? And send the whole thing to Washington? <laughs> they tear it up and raise the taxes. Eh? now, it's most instructive having you both there. I learned a lot. I learned that there were 72 steps in the lighthouse. <laughs> and I learned that you mustn't lift a veil on an Arabian beauty, huh? <laughs> now, before we proceed, George, is your ideal gift from our sponsor. For Mr. Joseph
0: May, the lighthouse keeper, Elgin American Smart Compact with a new curved square shape and the unusual two-tone engraving, his wife will love it.
2: Well, thank you very
0: much, Mr. Mark. Why, it's a pleasure to give it to you, Mr. May. For the Explorer, Elgin American's popular cigarette case with a rich green leather look. Something he'll be proud
1: to show off in all his travels. Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other two couples, you'll get a crack at the $1,000. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is offstage to remind our listeners. The salesman and the housewife are ahead with $160. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected leaders in our government as your category. Is that right? Yes, sir. Here's your first question. You have $20. How much will you bet? $10. Ten hours, who is the Secretary of State? Dean Atchison. Dean Atchison is correct. <laughs> They're on their way with $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. You've got $30. How much will you bet? $20. $20. Who is the Attorney General? Tom McGrath. J. Howard McGrath, but that's yeah. close enough. You got the last name, so you win that. They're climbing, they have $50 They're climbing, you got $50 Here's your third question uh, Are you ready? How much are you going to bet? 40 40 He doesn't even ask the lighthouse keeper <laughs> <laughs> He's the captain of this cow, all
2: right <laughs> $40, who is the director of the Mint? The director of the Mint is Cruz de- uh-huh. Snyder's interior
1: <laughs> I got you, you got me up there I'm sorry, it, it's
2: Nellie Taylor Ross
1: That's yeah. a pretty tough one, though they now have $10. Well, you've got $10, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 10 are you going to try? $10. Who heads the Federal Bureau of Investigation? Hoover. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover is right. And they wind up with
0: $20. And that means the salesman and the housewife, with $160, get the chance at the $1,000 question.
5: And now, a word from Myron Wallace. Elgin American simulated pearls in a handsome, satin-lined jewel box of gold-like jeweler's bronze. Ah, gentlemen, there's a gift to thrill her soul, a gift to make you seem the most wonderful man in her world. Yet this bountiful, beautiful gift is easy to give. Lustrous, glowing Elgin American pearls in the luxurious jewel box start at only $10, others up to $20. Buy them for her tomorrow. Elgin American Simulated Pearls.
0: And here's the winning couple, Groucho. The housewife and the salesman.
1: Ready to try for $1,000, eh? Good luck, and I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on the single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly and no help in the audience, please. The Republic of Liberia is patented in government after the United States. They even honored one of our presidents by naming their capital city after him. What is the capital city of Liberia? (music)
3: Mr.
1: Chalfon, as the Speaker of the House here, what is the answer you two have decided upon? Lincoln. No, I'm sorry. It's Monrovia after President Monroe. I'm sorry. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $160 in cash, and you received those lovely gifts from Elgin American. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. you.
0: American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $1,500. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters,
1: and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? Now, don't tone the dial. Bing Crosby's next, you know. And then comes Bynes and Allen. Good night.